Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we're gonna to talk about how to make New Year's resolution last as excitement phase. By the time this podcast comes out, we'll be you know two weeks uh, into the new year, and some so some of the goals that you've set at the beginning of the year are potentially starting to fade away a little bit as the reality of life kind of comes and, and kicks back in. I understand what it's like. A lot of people have a little break right for Christmas and New Year's, and they just feel like they are able to take on more. So they set all these goals, and then once they go back to work and life starts to happen again because it was kind of on hold during the holiday, then it's like, man, how can I reach these goals and manage everything that's happening? And that's when the kind of the goals kind of fade away, um, and it makes it harder for us to remember to do something about them and to even reach them. And a lot of people end up quitting on them within the next month. We're seeing it already with the gyms being more crowded. I've been working out for 17 years. It happens every single year. Gyms get packed January, February, end of February starts to fade away and then it goes back to the regular people plus a few new people from New Year's resolution that actually are going to stick it out. And so with this podcast episode today, I want to help you be one of those people that's still going to be there when it comes to March. So here are some uh, tips that I've learned that have served me throughout the years that have served a lot of our members throughout the transformation to get past those New Year's resolution and just implement it as a part of their lifestyle. So they're still there in March and June and September and up until the new year, the next new year when they've reached their goal and they can confirm that they've actually followed through. So the first one, and I've talked about this in the past, I think three podcasts, that's how important it is. You need to pace yourself. Right. I understand that we're very eager to reach the goals that are on our list. But if you come out sprinting, you're going to burn out. Right. You're probably already seeing this in your life right now. You've probably set some goals of working out a certain amount per week, of eating a certain way, certain things that you want to change in 2023. You probably did it for maybe a week, maybe a few days, and then life started to get busy. There's last minute emergencies that you needed to take care of. And then some of those things got pushed to the side. So when we commit to too much at first, it's the equivalent of us running a marathon and just, you know, trying to run our 100 meter pace at the start of a marathon, right? Like once you start the race, you're going to be ahead of everyone. You're going to feel like a champ, but it's not going to last long until you start to burn out and everyone passes you, right? I've made those mistakes at the beginning of races. I was doing my Ironman. I was, I was doing, I was crushing. I was swimming. I was passing everyone. And then 400 meters in, I was starting to be tired because I swam too fast and then everyone just passed all over me um, in the lake. So you need to pace yourself. That'd be tip number one. So if, you, if you're telling yourself that you committed to too much, it's okay, just back down a little bit. Three strength training sessions per week is a good minimum to have. If you're on track with your calories and quality is maybe like a 70-30, that is better than having 100% quality with 100% on track with your calories. So um, just if you stay on track with your calories, it's gonna make a bigger difference in your transformation, right? Point number two is you want to put systems in place, right? So 
depending on what the system is for you, you obviously need to respect it. For me personally, the things that I want to work on, I've put on a blue board above my computer, which I'm looking at right now. I have my goals for relationship, mental health, body health, finances, business, fitness, impact, and skills. And I've wrote beside each of them when I'm going to reach that goal, either quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, or if it's something that is ongoing throughout the year. So I've been able to kind of break down everything. And then from there, I went into my calendar, which I my calendar is my go-to system. If something is in my calendar, it is getting done. If it's not on my calendar, it's not getting done. So I know that whatever I put in my calendar, I will do it. And so that's where I'm going to schedule. Okay, I'm going to do my workouts there. I'm going to do my swim here. I'm going to do my run here. If I want to train, for example, like hiking Kilimanjaro, which is something I'm still considering, it's like, where am I going to put in those workouts, right? How am I going to adjust my meetings and my schedule for the day so that I'm able to do these training sessions? So putting a system in place becomes vital because as you're probably seeing again right now, life gets busy. There's last minute emergency. And so how do you deal with these things? You need to have a system in place instead of having to emotionally react to whatever comes up and then being like, well, I'm too tired for the workout, right? And you have no other place in your schedule to make that workout happen or to make that meal prep happen or to make whatever that connection needs to happen. So it's important to have a system in place. Point number three is you want to have accountability to someone else than yourself because life does get busy, right? That's why I'm a fan of coaches. That's why I have four different coaches in my life. I have an accountability partner that I meet with every single week. And this year we amped up the ante for the accountability. Every single week we give ourselves, um, we choose three tasks that we want to work on until we meet the next week that we have to get done. And now we basically put a $20 per task fee. So if I set three goals to be done by the next week, and I only get one of them done, then it's $20 per task that I miss. So it's $40 that will go to a nonprofit organization of his choice. And then same thing, if he misses you know, one task, then he, ha- he has to give me $20 I can put towards a nonprofit of my choice, right? And since we meet every single week, that's a few hundred dollars that we'd be giving away if we don't follow through on the task. It may seem extreme, but at the end of the day, that's what accountability is for, is to make sure you do your task. And if you do your task, I won't end up having to pay any money and he won't end up having to pay any money, right? So we just leveled it up this year. And that is someone that is a peer of mine. It is not a mentor. It is not a coach. It is a friend of mine that I've had for the past three years. And we've just been holding each other accountable for the past few years. So you can do that with um, one of your best friend or someone that you know that wants to work out, that wants to transform, whoever it may be. Um, I find it challenging just from past experience with members that your partner is your accountability partner because you guys are always together um so find someone that is outside of your environment that you can connect with for the accountability or just hire a coach that's why members come to us because we can hold a member accountable and not have an emotional involvement in the process so if you had a stressful day and you want to eat a pizza well we can have a conversation with you where you potentially will justify it to yourself but we won't justify it to you because we'll be like how does this ultimately serve you and we can bring you to the proper reasoning so having an accountability partner because life will get busy you're going to forget to do a task. You're going to forget that you even set that goal. And, you know, two weeks later, you're going to be randomly thinking like, oh, shit, I didn't I didn't do this thing that I said that I was going to do. So having someone to check in with you is extremely important. Big part, I have a Tony Robbins coach that I meet with every single 10 days. And we set tasks and then we connect 10 days after. We review those tasks, if they were done, if they weren't done, if I needed support with any of these things, what's the next thing I need help with. So it's very valuable to have that touch point. Point number four 
is understand that the real journey starts when excitement fades, right? A lot of people are really good at starting things because the excitement is there. It's the brand new project. It's very exciting, myself included. That is my, <laughs> I love starting things. So the real journey starts with the excitement fades when the boring work comes into play. So a lot of us are very excited to set a goal, to, to buy new gym clothes, to buy Tupperware containers so we can do our meal prep, to meal prep, we feel good about ourselves. And then when it starts to become redundant and boring, like this lacks excitement, let me set another goal or go do something else that's more entertaining and more exciting for me. So the real journey starts when the excitement fades. So for some of you, your the excitement is probably starting to fade now, and that's when it's becoming critical and important for you to show up because that's when the actual journey starts now, right? It's very easy to work out when it's sunny outside. It's very hard to work out when it's gray, it's snowing, when it's Pour, or it's pouring rain outside and it's cold and you don't want to get out of your house to go to the gym. Like those are the workouts that count. Everyone can work out when it's sunny. Not everyone can when it's cold and rainy. So the other point is the one who succeeds are the one that can endure the most boredom, right? I'm seeing it in the business world, in the coaching world, in my personal life. Um, the ones who succeed are the one that can endure the most boredom because success is very repetitive, Right. If you want to get fit, eat your food in a controlled manner every single day, do your workout, prioritize your sleep. Nothing magical about it, but you have to do it every day for six months, for a year, for the rest of your life, right? That's very boring. There's nothing new and exciting that's going to change. Like your workout's going to change every single month, but there's just so many variations of exercise that you can do. If you think of running, people that run marathons, when I was training for Ironman, like running is, you just run. You, there's no like... There's no weird way of running or running sideways or backwards or whatever to make it entertaining. Like you just run forward. That's that's very redundant to work, right? Sleeping is very redundant work. Eating food, you have to do it every single day. So it's bringing awareness to what you're eating. So those are very redundant tasks that by definition would be considered boring. So the ones who can endure the most boredoms are the ones that can't succeed, right? Excitement fades boring, like I mentioned, is the norm when it comes to reaching your goal. That's the only way to get there. And the reason I'm saying that is because red shiny object syndrome is real. Uh, it's New Year's right now. And when I go on my Instagram, I am, especially being in the fitness space, I am bombarded with advertisement from supplement company, from different coaching programs, fasting programs, keto programs, um, equipment companies for, for, for workout machines for at home, right? Like there's so many single thing there that you're just like, Oh my God, like, what about this? What about this? What if I do this? What if I do this? What is this? And then people tell you lose 20 pounds in 10 days, lose 30 pounds in, in two months. Like that's an absurd rapid, that's a really rapid fat loss. That's not sustainable. So what I want to tell you is be wary of red shiny object syndrome and then shortcuts don't exist or last. When it comes to transforming your body, and I'm just going to talk about that because there's we can talk about many different goals. But when it comes to transforming your body, being healthy, being fit, listen, if you want to live a long life, have a good quality of life, I'm not talking about having six-pack for the rest of your life. I'm talking about being mobile, having energy, feeling good in your body, having a healthy gut, having enough energy to go on trips with your partner, play with your kids, being able to do that until you're 70, 80, 90, 100 years old, right? My grandma, my great-grandmother was like 104 when she passed away and she was still, you know, aware. So when you think about that, 
it needs to become a part of your life forever. It's not because you work out, for example, for the next five years that you can stop working out after five years and that guarantees you that you're going to live until 95 with a really good quality of life. The only way you continue to have that good quality of life is if you continue to do the thing. As soon as you stop doing the thing that makes you healthy and fit, you start diminishing, right? Like it's, it's, it's instant. If you stop working out, you start going down. Like one year after, you're in a completely different spot. If you stop working out like one week, it's not too bad. A month, you notice a difference. Your physique's changing, your energy's changing, your VO2 capacity's changing. Two months, it just keeps getting worse as soon as you stop doing the thing. And so once you start a transformational process, you have to be ready to be in this for the rest of your life. Maybe not to the degree of intensity of if you were to come in the program for six months because we'll literally guide you to get you there as efficiently and sustainably as possible and then we'll show you how to go off on your own and live this lifestyle for the rest of your life. But it'll always be a period of like a higher intensity at first because we're going to be building new habits, right? We're going to break belief systems that you have that are not serving. you. There's a lot of things that we're going to do and we have to educate you on how to fuel yourself properly, how to move your body properly, how to recover properly, how to manage stress, how to manage your sleep. Those are all things that we're going to help you with. So it'll be a little bit more intense during the initial period, but it's like, how do you do this for the rest of your life? Because if you think that you can lose 40 pounds, reverse diet, and then be good forever, well, as soon as you stop, you start going downhill. That's the... Sh- that's the, I guess, the shitty part and the good part is you can't stop or else you start declining. So if you don't want to decline, don't stop. What's the only way to not stop is to make it sustainable. Because I don't know for you, but if, do you see yourself working out two hours every single day, six days a week for the rest of your life? I don't think so. I have other shit to do, right? I want to spend time with my partner. I want to travel. Like there's there's other things that I would like to experience in life besides having to work out two hours a day for six days a week. Some people are even seven days a week. Some people are training three hours a day. There's other things that I'd like to do. I don't need to have a shredded six pack all year round. I just do it sometimes because it makes nice photos and it's a cool thing to document online but i hate having a six-pack i don't feel my best when i have a six-pack right now i'm about like 12 13 body fat that is when i feel optimal i feel like superman and i can lift anything i can hike anything i can swim i can bike i can run i can do anything that i want all right so get yourself to a place that you can be healthy and sustainably sustain it and if you're coming from a background of a, like, let's be honest, a bit of laziness, then you're going to have to step it up a little bit to, you know, watching your nutrition and working out at least three times a week, right? And then doing some walks if you want to work on your cardiovascular system and doing some cardio here and there. But if you're someone that's on the flip side, that you're very much like an over-exerciser and you're trying to lose weight and you're not be able to, you're always going for that red shiny object syndrome when it comes to fat loss and the fitness space. There's a lot of scams out there then you're constantly going to be running after the next thing and you're constantly going to be exhausting yourself. Like there's a way for you to do it where it's enjoyable. And that's what we do for our members, right? Like if you ask our members when they come in, like the majority of their complaint, and that's the number one that we get is it's too much food for me to eat. And I'm like, you know, you came in to lose 40 pounds, right? And the first complaint is that it's too much food for you to eat. I'm like, that's a blessing. That's a good problem to have, right? I understand that it's a lot because it's whole food plant based and it's a lot of volume, but that's a good problem to have. We don't have anyone come in and be like, I'm starving, right? I'm hungry. None, no one. We've never had that. So find a way that's going to be sustainable for is basically what I want to say.
shortcuts don't exist don't last you've probably done some shortcuts in the past where you've lost a ton of weight and you put it back on after that's why it's critical to do a reverse dieting after that's why for the the minimum they like to work with for people is six months right we do three months of fat loss three months of reverse dieting three months of reverse dieting is the minimum that we can do anything shorter than that your body starts to put on a bit more weight so three months is a good point to um, at least re-add on average a thousand plus calories to their daily food intake to maintain their new body um, and that leaves them in a better position than if you were to just do a calorie deficit lose a bunch of weight and go off on your own and trying to eat normally and then you're all the fat's going to come back on right so there's a there's a way to do this just like if you want to fix your car that's why people tell me like why should i um invest in a coach when i can just go on google i'm like everything that i teach my members you can find on Google and probably thousands of different form and d- different forms and website. You go and put it in the right order and adjust it to every single situation for every single person for all of their lifestyle and obligation and gut health and metabolism and how long they've been in deficit, right? All the information's out there. You come to me so I have it all in one spot and I know how to handle you and bring you to where you want to in the most efficient way with no guesswork without sacrificing your health or sustainability. That's the key. Knowledge is available, but how do you apply to knowledge? Same thing. You probably go on YouTube and learn how to fix your motor, right? Or do you go to mechanic and just do it to make sure that there's no mistake? Because if you if you undo your motor and rebuild it back up and you mess it up, you're putting your life on the line when you're driving and other people's life on the line because you don't know if you did a good job, right? So you go to a mechanic, you go to an expert for that. Same thing for a doctor. You want to try to do an operation on yourself. You probably find YouTube videos and studies on how to do it, but would you take that shot, right? You wouldn't. So same thing with your health and fitness. That's why I have coaches in my life in many different areas because I'm not going to try to undo the motor and rebuild it back on my own when I can have guidance of someone that knows how to do it, right? It's just about being smart. It's just about being efficient with your time and your energy, People always talk about cutting out negative people from their life, but then they don't talk about removing negative task from their plate that's not serving them. It doesn't make sense to me. If something will take me one year to figure out and I'm going to do um, probably a shitty job at it, why can I not hire someone that will show me how to do it in three months and make sure I do 100% of a perfect job because I have someone guiding me that knows exactly how to do it? To me, like, why would I waste a year on that? trying to figure it out and not even have a good result at the end of it. That's what a lot of people do year after year in New Year's resolution, right? They're just like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do it on my own. And then it's what the 10th year in a row that they're doing this and uh, they didn't work out. Let's do it next year. Eventually you have to learn from your mistake that it's not working, right? So just saying this, if you want some support, there's a link down below where you can book your free consultation call with us for a Fivigan coaching team. Just want to have a chat with you, see if we'd be able to help. If we can't, we'll be honest with you and we will let you know right? If you don't think it's a good fit, no, no strings attached. We just want to see if we're able to help you because I'm personally on a mission to help 10,000 vegans get lean, thrive, and disease-proof their body by 2033, right? So I'm just going to end it on that for how to deal with New Year's resolution as excitement fades and how to make them last. I hope this podcast was valuable. Hope you guys have an awesome day. So if you enjoyed, be sure to let me know. Share it on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on TikTok. So many platforms, I can't name them all. So I hope you guys have an awesome day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.